Hey there, and welcome to the Fantasy Fantasia Podcast, a podcast where a bunch of theater nerds gather around and play various tabletop role-playing games, such as Dungeons and Dragons, Monster Hearts, Monster of the Week, Call of Cthulhu, and more. This podcast was only made possible by the Arts, Cultural, and Heritage Fund in Windsor, Ontario, so big thanks to them. My name is Eric Brangett, and I will be your Master of Ceremonies for tonight's episode of Undergrad, A Monster Hearts Tale. Previously on Undergrad, A Monster Hearts Tale. There's something about this campus, something about it now, it's just happening, and something is clouding my vision. I, I haven't felt something like this, and he stands up and kind of goes over to the fire in, in a very long time, in probably almost 30 years. There was a time where many people were going missing, and I I, I, I was blinded then to this, this power feels familiar, but I, I, I've never been able to uncover it. Last time I felt this, many people disappeared and died, and it, it didn't feel half as bad as it feels right now, and I just don't know where to start. I don't have the information that I need. That's where I need you as well. I'm afraid that I haven't asked you here to congratulate you, but to ask you for yet another favor. I have discovered that there is one person who actually might be up for talking, and who was indeed there at the time. The only problem is he's not, strictly speaking, alive. Oh, you need to talk to a dead body? I need you to talk to a spirit. This ghost haunts a frat house in the student housing section, specifically the fraternity of Alpha Sigma Sigma. (laughs) It spells ass. This spirit... It's a wild card. It might want things from you. It might demand things from you. I I don't know, but you are by no means allowed to leave that party without information. You need to bring me back something. Do you understand? Um, he looks at you really quickly, uh, Evelyn, and he says, I do have something for you, by the way. And he, out of his uh, coat pocket, he takes out what looks like a very simple, but very thick, but small, bound brown leather book. And when the dust parts, you see that in copper writing, it says, Witchcraft and Sorcery for Channeling the Arcane Arts. So pretty big deal, but for music, <laughs> I don't know. I, she kind of looks at you and goes, I think we got it covered. And then they all giggle. And the leader goes, so like, what do you fucking want? What, do you want music? What, are you a musician? You think that we wouldn't even pick the best musician? We have the best musician coming to the party already. Thank you very much. Oh, yeah, and who would that be? Uh, Johan von Boss and the Box Squad. Rufus, you are staring out at the window and you see approaching you a collection of five people all walking down the street as the party is already in full swing. The doctor looks like a narc, so he thinks cops are coming. Um, so he's going to, yeah, he's going to go, he's going to sort of uh, actually, yeah, go through some walls and just uh, observe the party before he thinks the cops are coming to crash it. 
Yeah, okay, great. So you slip your two straws in, and you look at the accumulating party, and you see that uh, many of the fraternity members are wearing neck braces, uh, signed with different, like, you know, uh, rest in peace and party hard and different things like that, (laughs) as the fraternity and sorority parties converge on the anniversary of your death at the hands of the keg stand. Chapter 8. The Witness of the Past. Our camera opens up on a keg party. This isn't the keg party that our current players entered, however. What we see are people wearing clothes that don't seem like the 90s. We are in the full swing of the 70s, baby. And everyone is dressed accordingly. The same frat house is seen, however, and it is packed with people. Uh, Everyone is drinking, laughing, dancing, all having a great time. In the center of the party is the big keg stand competition. And someone had just finished, and uh, they actually just got brought out after vomiting all of the beer they had just consumed all over some of the crowd. And they just got thrown off the keg, and they were like, oh, get out of here, fucking idiot! And uh, the dude standing next to the keg, he's this uh, really big guy, his gut kind of hangs out of the Alpha Sigma Sigma shirt. And he goes, all right, who's next? And Rufus, you are there as well. <coughs> Okay, yeah, so Rufus, uh, extremely intoxicated at this point, because this party is actually dedicated to him for finally choosing a major, uh, because the university sent him a letter saying that if he didn't choose a major, he would get removed from campus, so he had to finally choose one, and so all the brothers at the house are celebrating. So he stands up, we're happy, and goes, Ah, you damn well know it's me! And so he Stone Cold Steve Austin style crushes the beer can over his head and sprays it into his mouth and walks over to the other brother and uh, he looks around at the rest of his frat house mates and goes, Ah, well, if I'm going to do this keg stand, there's only one way we can do it. The Keg Lord Challenge. (laughs) And so all of the brothers in the frat house know immediately to lay out a body shot of tequila, a body line of cocaine, a body tab, or or body sheet, rather, Uh. of LSD. And then at the very end is you do the keg stick. (laughs) So, Rufus stands up and he cracks his wrists and immediately jumps into doing the body shot of tequila and then hustles over, snorts the body line of cocaine, uh, and then pounces over to devour the entire sheet uh, of body LSD and then finally (laughs) makes his way to the keg. And he immediately does this pouncing headstand jump into the keg on top of it and he starts chugging and immediately with all of his force he's chugging as hard as he can right as he gets as close as he can to beating the ultimate record for the keg lord challenge he notices the keg is extra slippery more slippery than it's ever been and while he's chugging his right arm slips and when it slips, his head cracks right against the side of the keg. 
instantly breaking his neck, and he collapses to the ground. The last thing that you see before all vision goes black is everyone looking at you going, Rufus! 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 And your vision becomes nothing, and oblivion takes over. And our camera fades with your vision to black. And welcome back, everyone, to the Fantasy Fantasia <laughs> podcast, brought to you by Tall Tale Theater Collective. This is, of course, another episode, episode eight to be specific, of uh, Undergrad, A Monster Heart's Tale. So, welcome back, all of our players. Welcome back, everybody. Hello. Hey, hey. party. Hey. party. Episode eight already. Right? I know. <laughs> Time flies when you're role-playing in somebody else's life that isn't in a pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, let's just jump to the party, shall we? Where all of our uh, players left last time. So, everyone, you have arrived at the joint party put on by the fraternity Alpha Sigma Sigma and the sorority Theta Ignota Theta. So, uh, how would everyone like to proceed? You have now walked all the way to the end of the street and you are looking at uh, the house. So the house is, you know, two stories, uh, two very uh, tall stories. You can tell that there are big ceilings inside. Uh, it's a very classic kind of Americana house with the white pillars uh, and of course the big sign right out front, uh, the big Alpha Sigma Sigma sign kind of dominates most of the house with uh, different uh, flags kind of all around and blankets with the insignia kind of hanged in some of the windows and it is packed with people. Uh, they're all kind of wearing like little glow sticks and stuff right at a party and you see that a lot of the men are wearing these neck braces that are signed with like different fun little sayings. <laughs> is, there, is there a theme to this party? It looks like there might be. I'm, I'm uh, seeing a distinct keg stand theme. Yeah, we definitely didn't get that message. Iris screams and runs up to the door. She's like, Roar party! A-S-S! A-S-S! And she runs to the door, holding her uh, <laughs> invitation. Elizabeth shakes her head and said, uh, you better go catch your girlfriend to, to Kane. Yeah, and he, he actually looks a little like... He gets a little flushed in the face, and he looks worried for a sec, and he kind of, like, runs after her. Oh, dudes! Uh, Travis has the molly! Wait, what? Uh, uh, he's molly. got my friend named Molly, uh, Evelyn. Yeah. Oh. Um, oh, yeah, okay. Nothing, nothing crazy about that. Is she going to interfere with our plans? <laughs> Not at all. No, she'll make the plans great. <laughs> <laughs> you, you haven't told any of your friends what we're doing at the party, right? right? They they don't no, know. No, they've got other things to worry about, man. Don't worry about that. Oh, okay. So, Zach, let's say that in the time that you were getting ready for the party, uh, we'll kind of do like a little flashback scene as you were putting on the final touches in your apartment, uh, or sorry, in your dorm, uh, the knock on the door, and Travis sneaks in and goes, hey, man, just had a little conversation with Molly Molly, and uh, she came through, and he throws you an envelope, and inside you see a little oh, baggie of Molly. <laughs> Okay, scratch that, you guys. I he breaks out of the uh, the flashback. I forgot that I already have them all. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> He's gonna flash the the envelope. You know what? I don't want to know. Uh, neither do I. And <laughs> so Elizabeth starts kind of breaking off from the rest of the group and starts uh, looking for the open window that she saw earlier that evening. 
Okay, so here's what we're gonna do. Uh, is is everyone else going together, and then Elizabeth is going by herself? Is that what uh, we kind of ha- how we want to break plan. up the group right now? Yeah, it sounds like it. Okay, so Elizabeth, yes. you are going to kind of swing off to the side. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to head with the actual group of people who are entering the party first. Okay. So, uh, Iris, it seems like you're kind of leading them walking up because you were running uh, last time. Yep. Awesome. So when you get to the very front, uh, sure enough, who is waiting for you but Lauren L. And she goes, hold the fuck up, bitch. Where's the Molly? Hi, Lauren. Here's my invitation. Uh-huh. Where's the Molly? She, she literally grabs the invitation and just like shreds it in front of you and goes, yes, but where's the Molly? Oh, Lauren, come on, Lauren. <laughs> he's he's going to like uh, schmooze her up, kind of look her up and down like, oh, oh, you're Lauren. Nice. Hey, Molly's right here. He's going to flash the envelope. Hmm. Uh, she Her eyes like narrow and she goes, thanks, hot stuff. <laughs> and she kind of gently grabs the Molly and she tucks it in her bra and she says, well, what are you all waiting for? Welcome to the party. And she opens up the door. And uh, if if it was loud before, now it's loud. Like you open it up, and it's like the sound waves hit you, and like the 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 smell of like of like you know warm beer and warm sweaty people and like sex and you know drugs and rock and roll. All those smells just hit you as the door opens and reveals this massive house party. You see, um, there is a large foyer uh, uh, that kind of leads into like a kitchen and a living room. It's a very open concept main floor with lots of Alpha Sigma Sigma um, signs and, and insignias everywhere. And you can see that the entire back is a solid glass wall. And through that is a giant pool and a hot tub where like a bunch of people, are. there's also like kind of a pool party out there. And Zach, you specifically can see in the back at the very outside, there is a stage and on it, is Johan von Boss in the box one. And uh, they're playing like what can only be described as like Trans-Siberian Orchestra type like rock classic music. So what do you all do? So I guess <laughs> yelling over the music, Kane's like, all right, so I guess the plan is we got to <laughs> comb this place over and I need to avoid Bradley because I kind of forgot to stop at the bank for the 10 grand. <laughs> wait! Oh my god! Wait, what? You wait, wait! You have ten grand? I do. It's just not here. Wait, what? I completely freaking forgot. Like right after we walked in. How? How do you have that much money? Dude, I live at the treetop dorm. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I, that, sorry, I didn't mean for that to be rude to you. Since you're, the, and he looks around to like Zach and and, and Iris. And Dude, like, don't bring me into this, man. Um, it's it's fine, it's fine. Kane, what do you want to do? I guess we got to start looking at this place and see if, well, see if we could find this ghost. Maybe people, the fraternity, know something about him, or uh, I don't know. Because wait, we know he's a, he was he used to be a frat guy, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um. There's there, there's two floors, right, Eric? There are. There's like a first. Um, well, why don't why don't two of us take the top floor and two of us take the bottom floor? I'll go to the top floor and uh, keep an eye out for the window that Dr. Egan's going to be coming through. I actually also wouldn't mind the top floor just because I'm afraid of running into Bradley. <laughs> oh, shoot. I wanted the top floor, too, because there were bedrooms. <laughs> and oh. Kane just kind of like lowers his sunglasses for a sec. Kind of like, that's hot, but now is not the time. 
Oh, I know. Oh, well, yeah, it is hot, but yeah. Okay, yeah, well, um, it doesn't matter. Whatever you guys want. Well, I mean, out of courtesy for you, I'll take the bottom floor. Also, fucking Johan's here, so I'll try not to puke. Um, but, uh... <laughs> Johan? Yeah, you, you see that? Or, actually, fuck it, you hear that? Yeah. Beautiful fucking music. It's pretty Sounds sweet. Like shit. Yeah. Oh, and no, it's, it's honestly like, but it's like with the, like violins and shit. It's like, <laughs> there's like uh, like a, a burst of flame comes from either side of the stage because they have like pyrotechnics too. God damn it, dude, they're awesome. They're fucking lame, dude. Look at that. They sold out. <laughs> I mean, you can tell. If okay, you guys, we should focus. Um, right. Uh, uh, Kane and Iris, if you guys want to go to the top floor, go ahead. I'll I I can stay down here. Just keep an eye out for Doctor Egan. We will. Of course. Hey, guys, have fun. Wait, I should grab a drink before we go up. No, we need to focus. Okay, I'm good. And she starts heading up. Oh my gosh. Shots! This this dude with like a big old neck brace on that says, um, (laughs) eat my shorts, is is, like written all around his neck and he's got like two trays of jello shots and he's like shoving a bunch of them. He's like, hey, take jello shots. Come on, take them, take them. Zach's going to slam one of those back. Ooh! Oh yeah, yeah. Iris takes one too. They are like they're 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 the shade of the rainbow. Like it's like an entire <gasps> rainbow. Ooh. Oh, of course, yes. And then the other tray is uh, there are a bunch of dark ones, and then ass is spelt <laughs> um, with like red shots. Um, um, Iris is watching to see what Zach does. Uh, he literally, like a fucking expert, just like <laughs> fingers it around and just like slaps it back. She does the same thing. Nice. Okay. I don't drink. Hey, man, that's okay. I, you know, despite the generality about frat people, I actually don't peer pressure, you know? (laughs) Seriously. Oh, wow. That's actually really awesome. Hey, do you and your girlfriend share? Iris just smiles. (laughs) And, like, with anime energy, he puts his hand to his chest and says, No. And he's like, okay, sorry, man. Hey, uh, hey, next time, bro, wear a neck brace. All right, read the party room. Anyway, <laughs> see you later. And he, like, turns around and goes and parties. Have fun. Hope you find sex. Wait, dude, dude, what's with the neck brace? Like, ah, I, I wish I knew the history of this place. Oh, what? What, you guys didn't know? Yeah, no. He, 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 he honestly stops. Like, what do you mean? You guys didn't know? No, nah, we're freshmen. Oh, freshies, yeah. eh? Dude, this is, all right. So, you know, a long time ago, this used to be just like our rush party, right? But par- apparently like 20 years ago or some shit, some dude just like, or like that 20, 30 years ago, something like that, a long fucking time ago, someone's neck just fucking broke. He was doing a keg stand, he fucking died. Oh my God. Oh, wow. Yeah. So we all wear these neck braces in honor of him being a fucking badass. <gasps> That's so sweet. <laughs> right? You know, he died what he loved doing. Hmm. What was his name? Um... I want to say it was Rico <laughs> Ronald. Wait, so, so you have this party. Rufus, that was it, Rufus. Okay, okay, that's very helpful, thank you. Yeah, yeah, Rufus, he's a pretty cool guy. I mean, I heard, I don't know, I didn't know the guy, he's dead as fuck, but <laughs> anyways, uh, Jello Sean, he offers it to you, I believe. <laughs> um, she's kind of overwhelmed. <laughs> Come on, Evelyn, it's, have some fun. Um, you're too serious uh, all the time. Uh, I mean, yeah, you don't have to if you don't want oh. to. Um, I, 
I guess one couldn't hurt. Yes. And she just take she she takes All one. right. Okay, so and you are She just kind of stares at it not really <laughs> sure. <laughs> Uh, so, after all of that, are we going to do um, Evelyn and Zach on the f- first floor and Kane and uh, Iris on the second? Yeah? Sure. Okay, so let's start with Kane and Iris. Uh, so, you two make it up the stairs. Uh, there are still a few people. The party definitely thins out up here. Uh, there, there's a pretty long line to the bathroom, and there are... Uh, the, it's it's uh, it's not as open concept. There's, like, kind of two hallways that kind of cross, uh, almost like a, like, like a cross shape uh, near the back. So, that one hallway is kind of your main hallway where a lot of people in the bathroom are waiting, and uh, there's another hallway of some, of some doors that are shut. And as you get up, uh, someone from the bathroom and goes, hey, get it back of the line like everybody else. Oh, we're not using that, sir. We're actually looking for somewhere a little more private. Think you could point us in the right direction? Oh, you guys want a bone room, eh? Okay, sure. I get it. Yeah, nice. Hey, do you and your girlfriend share? <laughs> and with anime energy, he sticks out his hand to his chest. He says, no. <laughs> Well, okay, man. No, no, just, I think, uh, take that and then to the left, dude. I think it's like, I don't know, two or three doors. Just make sure you're not, because I'm pretty sure there's like a few people taking, you know, the speed train to Bone Town. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I really have to pee and I am I can feel it coming out. So I got to go. Uh, and no he like problem. bursts through the door and you just hear like him start to pee. And he, and, As we start heading in that direction, Iris turns to Kane and says, do all humans share so much here too? <laughs> and with not anime energy, he just gently places her his hand on her shoulder. He says, no. <laughs> oh, okay. No, no, no. Oh. <laughs> um, but I'm just hoping to find the window where Egan's going to c- climb through. I figured it'd be somewhere a little more private. Yeah. Also, I mean, I know you said that you could probably contact ghosts or something. I don't know if you want to try that, but I'm a little worried since you said the price to pay can hurt people. Yeah, maybe uh, maybe that book Evelyn got will help us a little more first, and then we can use my power as a, as a failsafe. Gotcha. Okay, find the window. So what what you're looking at, now that you've gotten to the hallway of a bunch of doors, every single door has a sock on it. <laughs> I think that that's a signal for something. Uh, oh, is it? I don't know, you try one. <laughs> Oh, okay, sure. <laughs> she's, without even thinking, she um, she just opens the door. She doesn't even knock. Yeah, so you open the door, and you see a, a room with, like, way too many lava lamps to be considered. <laughs> One, t- tasteful, but two, just, like, safe in general because of how hot those things Jesus. get. Yeah, like, it's, it's oh like a David God. Fincher level of lamps, but they're instead lava lamps. And, um, <laughs> like, there's just, like, there are... Uh, you see two figures, um, they're, they each are, like, they each have, like, uh, Victorian corsets on, uh, and, um, like, uh, uh, fucking Father Brown, the BBC show, is playing in the background as they are literally fucking doggy style banging. Okay. <laughs> and then, like, they look at Iris- and they go, Jolly, well, fuck, what's going on here? <laughs> what? <laughs> Sorry, didn't mean to... <laughs> Didn't mean oh to fire on a couple international students. My bad. As as you guys shut the door, you just hear, "Hey, we're down for sharing." <laughs> Iris Iris just laughs and looks at Kane and goes, "I think you. I think they like to share more than you think, Kane." <laughs> I think they only want one half of the pie, if you know what I mean. And the Kane just kind of <laughs> keeps walking. 
<laughs> she grabbed his arm and goes, no, no, are you kidding? You were the most delicious thing ever. No, man, all are welcome. Don't judge a book by its cover. You you hear them yell. <laughs> she she the... points at the door and says, see? <laughs> Kane, Kane genuinely, like, his posture increases. But he's like, oh, all right, cool. Hey, thank you. That actually, that's nice. <laughs> With no. that, our camera fades as you head to the next door to outside. So outside, um, you know, there are a few people in, in mm-hmm. the front yard, right? As as are want to do in parties, but it obviously thins out. So Dr. Egan, how are you going to sneak around to the side yes. here? So I'm, you know, I'm, I'm really good at sneaking. You know, I have many years of, uh, of, you know, stealthy spy moves under my belt. And so I, you know, sneak around. The, I imagine there's lots of bushes and trees kind of around it because it's an old campus. And um, so, so Elizabeth kind of just goes in between, kind of crawls through bushes. She's just loving being a spy again. So <laughs> she's getting like doing the army crawl through bushes and stuff like that. And then, um, so she's, uh, I, I'm kind of imagining it as there's like a, um, uh, an open window on the second floor uh, that's kind of near a, um, like a downspout, like a rain uh, downspout. Um, so she kind of uses that to shimmy up, but she, you know, of course, looks around, make sure nobody can can see her. And she's pretty dark because she's got dark hair and everything. And uh, she just, you know, shimmies up with ease to the uh, to the the second floor. And I'm I'm kind of imagining this is a bedroom window, but you before can, that, okay. before we get to the second floor, All right. give me a hold steady roll, okay, please. Yeah. Plus cold. Plus cold. All right. So that is a, uh, that is a 10. Oh! Nice, huh? Boom. So on a 10 and up, uh, you won, you keep your cool, so everything happens as cool as you said it just happened. (laughs) Uh, But also, uh, you get to either choose one. So you get to either A, ask me a question about the situation, or B, uh, remove a condition, uh, or carry one forward during this scene. Um, I'm going to ask you a question about the situation. Absolutely. Um, and the question is, what do I see? Like, uh, what or who do I see in the room? Yeah, so I'm going to give you the bonus that you're going to hear them. or Well, actually, better yet, you're going to smell them before you even see them. So as you crawl up the, uh, the, the, you know, the kind of thin metal uh, pole here that, the, the, that you're crawling up, you hear... Um, two people in the room and they're cuddled up and uh, you hear one of the girls go, oh my god, like, I, I hate your stupid collection. I don't want to watch Nosferatu, okay? Vampires aren't fucking real, okay? Hadley. And then Hadley's she- like, babe, come on, vampires are like my favorite. You know, they suck stuff. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. And she's yeah, so you, disgusting. You, you, you just hear, you're a fucking Neanderthal, Hadley cheapening my, my heritage. <laughs> so, um, so basically like the bonus there is that they do not see you. So you have the total jump on however you want to handle the situation. Okay. So where are they right now? Um, uh, are they like on the, uh, like, uh, is their back to me? Uh, are their backs to me or is it? Could, 
Yeah, 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 yeah. So you kind of poke your eyes up, and you can still, you know, you're you're still very quiet, very undetected, obviously. Uh, and you do mm-hmm. see that. So you're kind of looking at the room from a profile angle. So they're looking str- like mm-hmm. they're basically looking parallel to you at the TV. So you uh, and the door is gotcha. kind of in between their eyesight, like their eye line, and the TV on that wall, on the furthest wall away from you. Basically, okay, their profiles. So you're, you're you're looking at their profiles. Yeah, right, right. But can, are, is there enough room to kind of go behind the, um, the where they're sitting? They're, they're sitting, sitting on a, a bed, and the bed is pushed against the wall. Bed. Okay. Okay. So there's no way I can go around. I mean, that's up to you. But uh, you wouldn't be able to fit your body between the wall and the bed. That's all I'll say. Okay. Can I go under the bed? Yeah, fuck yeah. All right. So I'm going to like slink my way in, um, <laughs> kind of like curl over the the uh, windowsill and see if I can kind of go under the bed without jostling it, making him um, <laughs> realize I'm there. I'm totally like doing army curl. Okay, this is some really stealthy shit since you're yes. like in their room. Uh, yes. So I'm going to have you roll another hold steady. Okay. Okay. Oh, shit. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> So that's that's a seven. <laughs> okay, what, what so is that? on a seven to nine, you get to choose. Okay. Okay. You uh, keep your cool. Pick, oh, okay. That's not too uh, bad. So you you keep your cool. Pick an option from the one uh, from the ten up list, but also gain the condition terrified. So you either keep your cool while doing it, or you can pick one of those extra things, but you're terrified while you're doing it. Okay, I'm just gonna keep my cool. Okay, cool. Because so, my, my goal yeah. is to get out the the door. Yeah, absolutely. So you you keep your cool, and uh, there there's like one part where your foot just like hits the windowsill ever so slightly, and you like front roll really quickly out of sight <laughs> as as Hadley's head like just goes like, what was that? And he like looks at the window, and you just roll out of his sight, and then you use those last few seconds, and you army crawl under the bed. And Hadley stands up and goes, "No, I thought I heard something on the window." And he moves away off the bed towards the uh, the window. And uh, the girl in there goes, "Hadley, what the fuck? Oh my god, Nosferatu! You're all jumpy over Nosferatu. God, like, come on! It they, clearly it's fake, and vampires just aren't real." <laughs> what? Uh, so what are you gonna do now? Okay, so I'm gonna try to just uh, see if I and can I um, continue to crawl on the floor until I get to the door? Yes. Okay, I'm gonna start to do that, mm-hmm. and um, I get to almost um, or Elizabeth gets to, to almost to the door, and then she kind of turns around, crawls back, and stands up and looks at the girl and goes, "You can do so much better." And vampires are real. <laughs> she turns around and goes, ah! and she jumps out of the bed and backs away so hard that she bumps into Hadley and Hadley falls out the window. And she goes, oh my God. And she, oh she, God. she, she, she like pokes her out the window and goes, oh my God. And you're Hadley go like, oh, for fuck's sakes, my legs. Wait, wait, so, so is he falling out the window? Oh, he's already fallen out the window. Oh, shit. I was going to say, I was going to, like, reach for him and try to grab him before... No, it it honestly happened so fast. Like, she jumped up and backed away from you, and just by the sheer momentum of her getting away from you, she backed into Hadley, and he fell out the window. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. So, I go over, because I'm not totally heartless... And, and is, is he okay? Like, is he, did he land on some bushes? Or so, so are you just like looking at, uh, out at the window with, ha- with, with the girl? Uh, yeah, yeah. 
Okay, she, she, you, you see that uh, he, he's landed on, on a shrub, uh, sure. but like his leg is kind of twisted around backwards. Like it, it doesn't look great, but he looks alive. He's just like, oh, he's like, could someone, you just hear, could someone get me a beer? <laughs> and, and the girl turns and looks at you and makes eye contact with you. And I and, immediately use my hypnotic roll. Okay, roll, roll hypnotic, roll hypnotic. <laughs> Uh, oh yes. Okay, so this is a twelve. <laughs> oh, there it is. So on a ten up, they do exactly as you wish and have yes. no idea anything is wrong. Yes. Okay. And uh, so Elizabeth looks at her and she just says, "I was never here, and you're going to convince him that he was just imagining me, because of." <laughs> uh, he actually didn't even see you, Kim. Oh, he didn't. Okay. No, because he was looking out the window when he got bumped out. Oh, right. So, right, okay. so he actually didn't even see you. So, so, so I just uh, address it to to her, and and she, I just say, "I was never here. You just accidentally bumped into him, and he fell out the window." <laughs> I, I accidentally bumped into him, and you were never here. She says okay. as her eyes are kind of glossed over. Now you better go get him a beer. Yes, I will. And she just turns around and runs out of the room. You just hear her go, "I need a beer, please." <laughs> And, and, and you have goes, the room to yourself as a, a, as you turn around, uh, the classic scene of Nosferatu like rising straight up from his coffin place. <laughs> God damn it. Oh, so cliche. Um, yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah, she's just gonna try to uh, exit out the the door um, to see if she can meet up with some of the the uh, some of her friends, some of the what, what do we call our group, our society team. Um, she basically she wants to uh, to reunite with them, um, hoping that they've got made it up to the second floor. Awesome. Okay, so we're going to move uh, from you just as you because uh, she kind of opened the door and shut it again as she uh, left. So we're going to leave as you grab the door handle and open it up. Uh, so let's jump to uh, Zach and Evelyn. Zach and Evelyn, you have just split up with. Uh, Iris and Kane, and you are now on the main floor. The main floor is uh, much more busy. It's just bumping. Uh, there are several, like, there, there's, like, one room that just seems like an entire dance room that it's, like, dark lights and flashing, like, you know, glow sticks, and everyone's just getting down and dirty and all sweaty and shit. And uh, there's one room where uh, it looks to be kind of like the margarita station. Everyone's drinking, doing shots and stuff. And, of course, there's the main living room, and that leads all the way to the outside. Uh, all right, uh, so, like, um, I'm gonna see if we can play some music. Uh, do you have any ideas, like, what else we can do? You mean for a distraction? Oh, right, distraction. I can do that real well. Um. <laughs> <laughs> if we want to try to make sure, if we want to try to get the house to be in a certain spot so we've got more opportunity to be looking around upstairs... Okay, I, um, you know, Evelyn, I think I've got a great idea. Okay. You trust me? I mean, I don't trust a lot of people, but you haven't given me any reason not to trust you yet, so what What are you thinking? Is there anything I can help Sweet. out with? Sweet. Um, uh, Zach's going to uh, stand up on a table and say, uh... Who wants mushrooms? <laughs> oh, man. Yes. Okay, here's what we're going to do. Uh, let's do a... Uh, you know what? Fuck it. This is going to... Let's do a manipulate an NPC role here, but okay. this is for, like, most of the room. 
five, and four plus hot is eleven. Oh my god. So here so you stand up and you say that and the whole room goes quiet and all the music stops and in unison everyone goes Yeah <laughs> And they just come swarming up to you just like reaching for mushrooms. Ten bucks a grab <laughs> Oh uh, you just see a beautiful. bunch of money come from like at pass them out, do his thing. Uh yeah, so let's say that uh, I think I said that there were yep. did I say there was a dime? Yeah, okay. Uh, so, and you were selling sure, it for 10 bucks a grab? Yeah. Great, you just got yourself 140 bucks, my friend. Ooh. Oh, hell yeah. Oh. Uh, I'm sure some of our listeners are going to think that I did that math <laughs> way too fast. I think you did that math <laughs> way too fast. Um, so right now, um, Evelyn, from your perspective, what I will say is most of the party inside is totally at the will of Zach and, and grabbing for his mushrooms right now. So is there anything that you want to do while they're doing that? Yeah, Zach will um, look to Evelyn. And <laughs> okay. Um, so Evelyn is going to, I think she's going to head upstairs to try to meet up with everyone. Um, but before she does, she wants to look around and see if there's anything that is lying around the room that she could swipe that she could use as her sympathetic to for sympathetic tokens oh okay um so like what exactly are you looking for like what what kind of like is it a particular size or a look or what um i i would say something small that she would easily be able to throw in her bag um but something that looks like it would have like a, a meaning or connection to a person yeah so what what you see um kind of in this main living room are you know a collection of couches uh it's a rugged um living room uh with like you know like the classic like that these couches look like they're from like you know the early 80s they're so old um and there's like a dartboard and there's like a big tv mounted on the wall of course it's an old-fashioned tube tv but it's pushed into the wall there um and you see that there's a fireplace mantle on the fireplace mantle there's this okay. kind of beer bong that's that's kind of just hung up um in like an intricate way and around that there's just some little kind of knick snacks all around and uh, the closest thing to you though is a little bowl of buttons and it looks like there's a collection of buttons and some of them look very old some of them look like a hundred years old or more okay okay yeah i'm gonna take the bowl, the bowl. And... i want you to roll a hold steady for swiping that bowl okay oh, okay and yeah i'm gonna try to like dump it all in my bag that's a seven. Okay, so here's how this is good. So on a seven, you get to choose. You either get to keep your cool or you pick from the option of the ten above, but you gain the condition terrified. You know what? I'm going to keep my cool. Okay, so you keep your cool. So you sure enough just kind of like look around and, and, and you grab that thing. And are you just going to pocket it in your bag? Yeah. Okay, so you pocket it in your bag. Rufus. Yes. As you're passing through the ceiling, invisible, mm -hmm. you see just the fact that she just pocketed that entire bowl of buttons and her hand comes out of her bag like it's nothing. What do you do? Rufus is going to go, what the fuck is wrong with these hippies? So, yeah, uh, Rufus immediately is sketched out by this. 
And... You, of course, know that that is the uh, bowl of buttons that every member of Alpha Sigma Sigma has chopped off one of their buttons and has put in the bowl uh, since the very beginning. What the hell are these crazy hippies trying to do? Ruin my party? Who the hell invited these people? What the fuck is this going on? <laughs> Jesus Christ. God damn it. Um... And so, at this point, has he noticed the man who has fallen out of the window yet? Yeah, sure. So you just hear like, ah, boom! And you... <laughs> what the fuck was that? You can actually see him. You you see him from the side window literally fall into your vision and land on, 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 a, on a bush. <laughs> can I get a beer? Oh my god, what the hell's going on at this party? <laughs> Shit. So, yeah, I want to fly up to the floor above me to see what's yeah. going on in the room that uh, he fell from. Ideally, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, once Rufus floats through the ceiling into the room above him, uh, he immediately notices Dr. Egan and uh, is super sketched out because he thinks that she is a narc. So, who are you going to focus on? Uh, ideally, I think I when I go into the room above me, I want to focus on the doctor, yeah. Okay, the doctor. So, so Kim, what, what, what you didn't know is from the moment you were looking out, there was an invisible ghost watching you um, in, in the room. Yes. So, we're just going to briefly, at, j just there, we're going to briefly cut back to Zach and... Um, Evelyn. So, uh, Evelyn, you just pocketed the thing. As far as you know, uh, nothing happened that was weird until a man fell from the sky outside the window and landed in a bush. And you heard him go, oh, can I get a beer? Uh, but by now, the crowd is starting to dissipate and they've all eaten their mushrooms, so just get ready okay. for a little um, while. From Zach there. is going to uh, think about uh, the band, and I'm going to try to do the uh -huh. thing, uh, but if you'll allow me, I'd like to, like, tap into the mm. the band's um, van radio and just say hey <laughs> the coast is clear oh uh, shit that's, that's the attempt okay let's <laughs> let's do um uh let's do a is that just a straight up and down roll for you as one of your moves or do you want me to i'm thinking like should i be combining it's, dark it's a, a dark plus one so it's a, just a straight roll for me oh okay Great. Okay, yeah, let's do oh, that. That's a four. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> so the 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 most that you do is you feel that on on the uh, uh, you kind of like close your eyes and you hear like the static of the radio and you hear that it's playing FM and you change it to AM and you hear Travis go fucking radio <laughs> and you get shot back. Oh damn it. Um. Okay. Okay. Got an idea. <laughs> uh, is is there like an amp or anything nearby? Uh, yes, it, uh, the only amp is outside where Johan and cool. the box Fuck those guys. Play. Um, is there possibly, like, a keg or something <laughs> nearby? There is, yes. There are many kegs. I would like to combine my two greatest skills of playing the guitar and doing a keg stand. Oh. Okay. Uh, yeah. so essentially what, uh, Zach is gonna do is he's gonna very quickly, like, oops, uh, and unplug the, um, the closest amp. Uh, probably to like the side of the the stage. Uh, uh, so the stage is outside. So are you going to go outside? Yeah, I'll go outside. Okay. Uh, cool. Yeah, he'll he'll plug his uh, amp in like a douchebag, <laughs> or his feet into the amp. Uh, do like a rolling like power slide and just like with one hand flip open, put his like neck like jostled to the side and just start shredding on the guitar. Ooh. Okay. Let's roll a hold steady for that one. 
Uh, that's uh, seven, eight, nine. No, eight. Eight? Okay, so on eight, uh, you get to either keep your cool, or you get to pick uh, the option from the ten, but you gain the condition terrified. Uh, sure. I'll, I'll be terrified, I guess. So you get to pick from one of those uh, ten above rolls. So that means uh, you get to ask me a question, or uh, remove a condition, or carry one forward uh, during the scene. I'll carry one. Okay. Forward the scene. So uh, you gain. Uh, so here's what happens. You it, like it, it. It all works as is. The box squad is in the middle of hitting their like final, you know, like rock Beethoven esque note, and it just their their amps shut off, and they look, and then you strum your mighty chord. And Johann von Boss, you just see him from afar. It's almost like your vision goes like forward, like the <laughs> Eye of Sauron style, and he just like looks at you with his fucking eyes. Uh, fury boils over, and his microphone is still on. And he goes, "Hey yo, you douchebag asshole!" Uh, sorry, too busy uh, doing what I'm doing. Oh, I'm fucking awesome. Okay. Oh no, you fucking don't, you schnitzel fuck! And he he starts <laughs> he he uh, throws away his um like he, he you know he he had like a nice metal um, conductor baton. He breaks it in half and throws it away, and he pulls out from his side this like extendable chrome inlaid with diamond baton and just like opens it up really seriously and like looks at his band and you just see him furiously orchestrating and all of a sudden we're in the middle of a fucking battle undergrad a monster hearts tale will return after a brief word from our sponsors and now a word from our sponsor antonino's pizza our specialty is pizza. That's what we do. It's what we do best. We don't offer pasta. We don't offer wings. We don't offer fries. We stick to what we do best, and we believe we do it better than anyone else. The best pizza in town or your money back every penny. We have three locations, South Windsor, Tecumseh at Manning and Amy Croft, and LaSalle on Malden Road. And now, a word from our sponsor, Brimstone Games, your one-stop shop for all your tabletop needs. Located at 1421 Tecumseh Road East in Windsor. And now, back to Undergrad, a Monster Hearts tale. We are in the middle of a musical battle. So as we're going to cut away from that. So, um, Evelyn, as far as you're concerned, you just stole something, uh, looked at someone fall, and then turned around at a big drum, uh, at a big uh, good guitar strum. And now Zach is just in a musical battle. <laughs> uh, so is there anything that you want to do before we move away from you? I think she's just going to start heading upstairs to let them know what's going on. Say, hey, we may need to be on our guard. Yeah, the last thing that you saw before you leave is like the whole party now um, beginning to in into their giggle <laughs> phase of mushrooms, some of them, because uh, these are magic mush like magic, magic mushrooms oh, yeah. that okay. came from like a, 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 a golden plate magic. <laughs> um, so they're kicking in real fast and people are starting to get really giggly and they are coming around to this ba battle that's happening outside. So let's cut to uh, Dr. Egan. You open yes. up the, uh, the door and um, you see that Iris and Kane were about to open up a, another door probably about three or four doors down from you okay and there you go okay iris oh thank god i was very afraid of what was behind the next door <laughs> <laughs> yeah. iris opens it anyway just to peek in and see 
in this one, you, you open up and you see like an entire room filled with like taxidermied rodents and birds. Oh my God. And um, yeah, and and like on the TV, like is just Bob Ross painting. Um, and uh, you just see like the back of, of somebody and they turn around and they got these like giant goggles on and they're in the middle of taxidermying a crow and they go, can you please shut the door? Iris slams it, looks to Kane and looks like, she's like, I don't know what to feel right now. I don't think I can unsee that. I don't even want to know what you see. Hey, you can... <laughs> Elizabeth goes over to Canon Iris and um, she's, you know, still kind of looking around, making sure that they're alone uh, talking. And and she says, what have you found out so far? Basically that there was this dude 30 years ago who died doing a keg stand and the party is kind of in memory of him. Everybody's wearing these neck braces and stuff. Oh, that's why everybody's wearing neck braces. Right. Explains it. Um, and do we know anything about, like, where his old room was, or anything like that? Oh my god, that's such a good- why didn't we ask that? (laughs) I turned to Iris. (laughs) (laughs) That is really smart, Dr. Egan. Oh, I'm so happy you're here with us. That's what I'm for. We should probably ask that. (laughs) That's what I'm here for. I I guess the answer is no. We have no idea where his old room is. No. But I guess Uh. if I was a ghost, where would I be? While he well, asks he... that, Rufus, we're going to cut to your perspective. You're literally staring directly at them, floating <laughs> invisible in the hallway. What, what, what do you do when you, hear, when you hear him ask that? Um. So, yeah, I immediately get super sketched out because I think it's some kind of raid. You know, I, th- I think they're all a bunch of cops, some kind of undercover mission. So I just need to check my moves real quick. Okay, yeah, so Rufus is going to fly through the wall into his old bedroom, and he's going to start hiding all of his drug paraphernalia and any drugs laying around and all that kind of stuff. Um, He's just been keeping in his old room. (laughs) Right, so, so like, I would assume, like, do you just have drug paraphernalia hidden in the room that obviously you, you don't live in anymore? Um, but was once your old room. Yeah, you yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's uh, some other frat guy living in there now, but I very much just keep all my stuff there. So they're just like tabs of acid going around, and there's like plates with coke lines in front of them. There's bags of weed everywhere. Cool. So, so basically, for the hallway perspective, uh, basically, um, BBC sex fetish room was first, and then taxidermy dude is second. <laughs> your room was third, and the fourth room was the one that Egan came in. So basically, your okay. room would have been the next one that they would have come into. Cool, yeah. So you fly in there, and you start doing that. Yep. Okay, Sounds let's good. jump back to our group of three then in the hallway. If I was a ghost, where would I be? <laughs> And he kind of strokes him. Hmm. I mean, it's his party. It's for him. Wouldn't he be enjoying the party? Uh, That's a good point. Not wrong. I mean, we can't really contact him out in the open, though. No, no. Why don't we go into a room and and try and... Kane, do you want to try your thing? I, yeah, I, I can. I could try to summon him. I, I could do my All best. Right. The room that I came from doesn't have anybody in it anymore. Um, there was a mm, unfortunate accident. Accident. Um, uh, don't it's... ask. Don't ask. Everybody's fine. Everybody's oh, fine. Okay. But cool. the point is, it's an empty room. Yeah. Right what's going? Here. What's so going there then? A point to the the fourth room. Hmm. Okay. So you bypass the third room. So here's what yep. you see. <laughs> 
<laughs> Rufus, yep. you hear them talking through, like, you kind of hear, like, <laughs> through the through the wall. Yeah, so uh, I hear them through the wall, and so I want to fly up to the keyhole, and I want to okay, look right through the so keyhole. Okay, so you see just, it, it's, it's like that classic shot of the dark room, light is pouring through the keyhole, and you see them move their bodies towards that door, and you hear Egan say, let's, let's use the other room, and they just move one door down from you, and you hear them go back in that other room as the light in the keyhole comes back. All right, yeah, so I hear them pass my room. I see them pass my room, and I just think, what the fuck are these fucking hippies up to now? <laughs> Everybody's a fucking hippie. <laughs> Except I look like a beatnik, so... Yeah, so I'm going to start to put down uh, all the shit in my hands, and yeah, I'm going to go through the, the wall to uh, follow them and see what the hell it is there these dirty hippies are doing. So as you go into the second room, uh, you go through basically just the wall right into the next room and they've just entered and they're standing kind of around that, uh, that, that, you know, that <laughs> open room there with the bed uh, and Nosferatu is still playing and you can even hear the guy uh, from outside just yell, oh man, the beer is really helping my leg. <laughs> And, and Elizabeth walks over and closes the window. She's <laughs> oh and, and turns God. off turns off the TV. Wow. Like enough of this. <laughs> so now the room is completely dark, and uh, even from your two perspective, um, you know, if I may, takes a slight liberty here because it's totally dark. I almost wonder, Egan, if in the complete darkness, if you almost could swear that your eyes are a little bit bright. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like just giving off a little bit of more light than they should. Yes. Um, yeah, I, I didn't mention this, but she wears contacts to hide her unusually uh, mm. eerie eyes. Mm. Okay. Okay, cool. Okay, Kane, are you sure what you're about to do isn't going to hurt any of us? <laughs> the silence is real. He's kind of just standing there for a sec. Kane. <laughs> Is there something you'd like to tell us? <laughs> no. I still have four years ahead of me. I don't want to ruin them and die. I would never hurt you, Iris. Trust me. And would you hurt me? <laughs> I don't. I don't think I'd want to. <laughs> That's right. You wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't want you to get hurt, um, Egan. Thank you, Iris. We'll uh, we'll we'll have to see. We got to get this done. Um, All right. I can Iris I can even grabs- do it alone if you want. Iris grabs Egan's hand, just just as they watch him do it. She's like, no, no, we'll, we'll, I, we'll, are we going to stay, Egan? We're going to stay. Are we going to stay or are we going to go outside the I think we should do? stay. Okay. Okay, and she just holds on tight to her hand. So uh, <laughs> his plan is he takes off his pendant necklace and he places it on the ground and he kind of just places his hands over it. And I want to use my one of my infernal bargains called uh, Strings Attached. So I can ask Ooh. the dark power for something I really, really want. MC will attach a price to the thing I want and hint at an undesired twist in its nature. And if I choose to pay the price, I'll get what I'm after. Um, so basically what I'm going to ask for is I kind of mentally speak to my buddy. I'm just like, hey, I, uh, I kind of need a favor. I, ne- I need to get in contact with uh, a ghost that's staying here. His name is Rufus. If you could bring him in this room and get a conversation with him, I'd, I'd really appreciate it. Um, you hear the dark power, you, you feel that tingle in your neck and you, you, you hear it say, um, hmm, hold on. 
will attach a price to the thing you want and hint at an undesired twist in its nature. You don't have to hint at an. Un- you can just do what you want, but uh, yeah, whatever the price is. <laughs> um. Okay. 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 So here's what we're gonna do. Okay. You feel an itch in the back of your head, and you get like a kind of flash in your head as to what it's trying to show you that it wants, mm-hmm. and it wants you to kiss your next door next door neighbor the guy who gave you the jockey suit abel oh yeah abel yeah it wants you to kiss abel (laughs) so kane kind of opens his eyes for a second he's like oh okay that (laughs) sure did it work not and he kind of said yeah that was that was actually not so bad (laughs) oh um the price isn't bad we're not gonna die nope (laughs) okay it's pretty cool actually that's good um and i kind of think to myself do i have to do that right now (laughs) you don't hear anything oh fuck (laughs) well i wait five seconds to see if the ghost appears (laughs) and as soon as that happens um rufus you feel um almost like this mysterious and invisible to you which is odd this mysterious invisible hand literally grabs you by like the collar of your ghost shirt and like basically gives you a firm hard tug and with that firm hard tug you don't realize it but you've just become visible in the room and with the other three of you a ghost has just materialized in the room right in front of you oh god so yeah rufus realizes that they can see him uh, and so he's just fucking panicking, <laughs> freaking out. What the fuck are you crazy hippies doing at my party? Why the hell did you bring this cop here? Are you fucking insane? What the fuck? And you push someone out a window? Oh, are you whoa, trying whoa. to ruin my party? Are you actually trying to ruin my favorite night of the year? Whoa, whoa. This is my memorial. I fucking died today, you understand? This party is for me. What the fuck are all you guys doing here? Jesus Christ, you guys need to leave right now. You're fucking ruining the whole vibe. Like, my sweet Jesus, I can't believe you brought a knock here. A what? knock? Like, come what? on. Who's a knock? Uh, and Rufus specifically points at what? Dr. E. Me? I'm not a knock. What? Excuse me, I'm a professor. I have a PhD and I teach biochemistry. I am not a knock. Yeah, whatever. I've seen 21 Jump Street, okay? I know that how this works. And you also realize that if you are a cop, this is entrapment. Oh, good lord. Dude, you're dead. Why would we want to arrest you? Yes. I already had two shots. Wait, you're seriously not a narc? No, I'm not a narc. None of you are cops. And and Why are you with this hippie? Why are you old? What is this about being old? I'm 27 years old. You're 27? And Kane oh, wait. looks to her for a no, moment. No, hold on. And she kind of counts on her on her hand for a second. Oh, no, I'm 32. Yeah, see, that's too <laughs> old for me, sister. Kane looks to Iris and is just like, what the fuck is happening right now? <laughs> but anyway. At that exact moment, because these have been some raised voices, um, I'm going to assume... Uh, actually, can, okay, we're just gonna pause there for a sec. Can you please roll for me, Evelyn? Just give me a straight up and down roll uh, with a 1d6. Okay. 
Oh, that's a six! Oh my god! <laughs> okay, oh, nice. nice. So you you um get to the first door and uh the sounds of like oh yes the landed gentry oh yes the landed gentry are are a bit too much for you um so you don't open that door uh and you hear the raised voices coming from the uh door at the very end of the hall okay i'm gonna head there so cool so you swing the door open and just as you go like you're dead man what that's the door swings open and and uh rufus another person has entered this this fray okay so yeah rufus fucking looks at this group and just goes oh my god is this another one of your fucking friends are you kidding me you hippies really are trying to ruin my party. hi i'm iris are you rufus of course i'm rufus this is my house it's my party how many other ghosts are at this party? Come on. I realize that Iris has flowers all over her head. Of course he thinks they're hippies. You're covered oh. in flowers. <laughs> We're here looking for you. For me? What the fuck do you want? We we have some questions for you. Yes. Ah, oh, see? I told I knew you were cops, you fucking liars. It's about Look, you were here on this campus. You lived here 30 years ago, didn't you? Yes, of course. Class of 78. <laughs> I've been living here ever since, too. <laughs> the college life never stops, you know. Yes, yes, party, party. <laughs> so you remember when a bunch of people went missing, right? What do you mean? Well, <laughs> okay, listen. It was it was the 70s, all right? People were going missing all the time. You were there, then you weren't. It was just, you know, we moved that back then. People just moved around. There were missing, there were missing persons reports everywhere. You know, you'd be at one party than another. You just yes, but but these were people <laughs> oh who were not at a party, people who 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 were missing from the campus. Do you remember this? Think very hard. Like unusual missing people, people who you wouldn't think would run off or go missing. Well, oh, okay. It's, it's not that they just wouldn't, you know, go up and missing and move on to the next party. But the, the faders way back then, you know, maybe, yeah, there were five or six that, that were there and then eventually weren't there. And no one knew where they went. No, their families, nothing. But it, again, it was a different time back then. Like, you just chased the party. That's what happened. So, you know, back when I'd be blazing one with the boys at Rosebud... We, th there'd be stories, you know, people getting followed around, and yeah, me, you know, maybe people disappearing. But yeah, you see, that that's all they were, was stories and rumors. We never actually saw nothing. We never actually knew the person. It was always a friend of a friend of mine. Hold up, Wait, buddy. Where, where's the rosebud? Rosebud? Yeah. <laughs> that's where you blaze one with the boys. At that exact moment, I'm just going to cut you off on on the what was the rosebud. We're just going to jump to because I don't want to leave Zach hanging for too long. Um, so mm -hmm. basically, yeah, he's by basically now. think about it again. It, if this were a movie, uh, we basically are like, but, you know, like what is rosebud? And our camera kind of moves <laughs> through. Yeah, right. Ain't that the question? Um, and our camera moves kind of as a steady shot through the window onto the backyard. And we see, uh, basically from an eagle's view, the crowd is now um, equal parts fucking mushroomed out people just like moving their <laughs> arms around, like dancing and swaying um, to this epic rock off. So, Zach, I'm going to do something that I don't normally do, and I'm going to roll for Johan. And we're going to have a good old fashioned roll off. Nice. Oh, yes. So, 
Uh, let's have... So right now, you have the condition terrified. Uh, but you uh, get a oh, plus one on all your rolls for this scene. Uh, so that's really cool. Uh, but basically for, like, the terrified, I'm just going to say that unlike Johan's, like, just, you know, uh, again, like, in terms of a, a, a like, a, if this was a real battle, he's just so musically aggressive. Like, he is only offensive. He's not feeling nerves at all. But again, like, you know, uh, the whole crowd is looking at you. He's got a whole band there. You're right now just by yourself. Um, so I'm going to say that kind of plays into you being terrified. So let's do this roll off, shall we? Uh, so let's just do, we're going to do a, um, we're going to do a cool roll. Okay. okay? Oh, I'm cool. I'm cool. <laughs> All right. Come on, Zach. You got this. Oh, let's see. I got a nine, but I've got a string against him. <gasps> oh, oh, shit. Oh, would you like to pull that string? Let's see. <laughs> nice. Oh, yeah. I'll add one to my roll to make Boom! it Boom. Yes. Is that her first uh, pulled string? Yes. I think so. Eight, eight episodes in. Fuck. No, no, no. <laughs> I, pulled, I pulled a string on uh, Jeremy. Rolled, oh, oh, that's true. Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. I rolled one on Alexis too already. Ah, oh, jeez. Oh, right. That's true. Where yeah. have I been? So, I know, uh, right? just, just so we kind of remember for the audience, so uh, pu to pull a string on an NPC, you can add one to your roll, which uh, Zephyr did. You can add three to your manipulate uh, an NPC roll. You can uh, cause them to falter, hesitate, or freeze up momentarily. Add an extra harm to them or place a condition on them. So you've given yourself a 10. So, Johan also rolled a 10. So that means that right now, you are, oh. you, by yourself, are holding like you see that the crowd is not on Johan's side totally. He's conducting up a storm, and the rest of the four members of the box squad are like looking purple in the face as they're like rapidly trying to breathe and play like their piccolo. But it's again, it's all like the electronic versions right now. Like your electronic piccolo, your electronic, uh, electronic um, piccolo. I love yeah, <laughs> electronic violin, and they're just like going like crazy and. Uh, uh, the the fire oh, guys yeah. like working um, overtime trying to get a bunch of fire, but you and your sheer charisma are oh, holding your own. At that moment, you hear, "Oh shit, dude! Sorry, we're late. We heard it from afar." And Alexis and Travis both show up and they plug their shit into your amp as fast as they can, and they join. Yes. Okay, I'm gonna yell, uh, "Buck, buck, goose." Uh, which is uh, a parody song that we've we've come together with. Uh, now, before I, I do anything, I will remind you that you also have a string on me as Johan, just in case that comes into play. I do. Okay. Uh, so it it starts. Um, Zach sets up his keyboard that he never plays. He sets it to like really crappy like accordion okay. music, and he just like plays a couple of scales on it, and then makes it sound really lame, and then kind of like brings it down and then just like with the same sort of melody uh, jumps onto his guitar and just starts shredding like a better version of what's playing on the accordion. Ooh. Okay. Okay. And um, Travis and, and Alexis both just they, you know, they're, you know, I, I assume you haven't gotten too much time to practice this, but like, you're all grooving, you know what I mean? Like, this is, they uh, they also probably took a little bit of mushrooms too, so you're all just like on a little bit of a mushroom high too, just like jamming out right now. Um, the crowd is getting really fucking drugged out too. Like, like you you just notice how many sweaty mushroomed out people there are in the crowd right now. And it's, and it's really it's bad getting, music, it's getting, but nobody cares. 
Yeah, like, it's, it's getting to a point of, like, oh, shit, wow, these are really strong mushrooms. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, you're really coming to terms with how strong they are based on seeing everyone. Um, <laughs> Johan is fucking furious. He, like, turns around, and, like, you, you see him just look at your group, and, like, a vein just bulges in his head, and he, like, again, like Avery said, like, anime style, he's like, enough of this! And he gives, like, you know, you see him conduct even harder, and uh, you see that the, the smallest member of the box squad, Fiedrich Dingelhoff, is nearing passing out. You see, like, every breath, he's, like, losing slight consciousness and just, like, coming in uh, about, like, every quarter note, he's waking up from being um, unconscious from (laughs) over-breathing. So let's, we're gonna do one more roll now. Um, I'm gonna abolish your condition. Uh, You're not scared anymore, because your group is here. So, but I am gonna pull my string against you. So Johan is furious. So I'm going to pull my string against you. Uh, so that means that I'm going to subtract one from your roll. Okay. Um, now, do I get a bonus to play with my band? Is that a thing? Um, uh, normally, but I, gave, I, I got rid of the condition for you. So oh, in cool. this case, um, that'll act like that. But you do get a plus one still from just being in the, the scene. Forward. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, so, a cool roll. Mm-hmm. That's a six and a two, which is eight plus two is ten. Okay, mm-hmm. Johan rolled a 13. Oh, damn it. So, uh, can I pull my last string to cause him to falter, hesitate, or freeze up momentarily? <laughs> there it is! Okay. So, here, here's how this shit plays out. So, Johan's conducting, um, even with your band, like, you guys are rocking it, but Johan just starts, like, he starts playing, he pulls out, like, you know, if it was, like, uh, like uh, fucking Dragon Ball Z, he just got to his, like, fourth level power-up now, <laughs> um, and he's got just veins like bursting out of him at every point and he's like he's doing fucking shit with time signatures that you've never even thought of in your wildest dreams like even even you guys playing well it's like damn like his technical prowess is stupid he's uh and and he he's demanding so much from um his group but what happens? And he just seems to be winning against you. He just seems to be pushing through. And he turns around and he looks at you, like, smiling like he's finally won as the mushroomed out people start to, like, dance around in this fucking mushroom circle and they're kind of, like, dancing more towards him. You're almost fighting for, like, the attention of the crowd, this, like, hurricane of mushroomed out people um, that are kind of going around uh, the circle. And... Uh, you see him like smiling and you can even hear him laugh like <laughs> I win I win and Friedrich in really slow motion goes to blow into his piccolo and he makes eye contact with Alexis <laughs> and Alexis just like looks at um, him through you know she has like some of her hair kind of down covering her one eye and she just flips it back with one because she plays bass no drums right she's, she's drums. drummer yeah yeah so she she just uh, she throws both of her drumsticks in the air flips her hair back and in slow motion like looks at him and just gives him like this like she like makes um a circle with her tongue around her lips and you see friedrich just his eyes bulge he puts his hands over his uh his dick basically uh to cover up whatever's going on there and he drops the piccolo and passes out 
And Johan just like looks at him, and you just hear Johan be like, "No!" As when 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 the Piccolo left, all the time signature experimentation just fucking collapsed in on itself into this cacophony of music that literally exploded one of his speakers, and it sends like some of the mushroomed out people flying back, and Johan's like. As, 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 like, electricity is flying around him from the broken uh, sound box. Uh, Zach, taking all of this in, is going to, like, um, jump on the back of one of the Mushroom Dope people, uh, like, flip his hair back in this crazy, like, stream of, like, slow-motion sweat, and just play, like, one last chord. And because of just, like, the mushrooms, the power that's running through him, it's gonna just, like, give off this, like, blast of just, like, crazy anime energy. <laughs> and it it knocks Johan into um his 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 last remaining cronies who are still playing and and he flips like up his hair he's on the ground he's like you have not heard the last of us you piece of shit now I was like Scott Pilgrim versus the world that was awesome yeah I know yeah. that's everything I, I wanted I was just thinking that and our camera now goes back to our group of four up in the room. <laughs> Zach, you're holding your own down there. Nicely done. I know. That was awesome. <laughs> yeah. What an epic battle, man. Yes. Shit, that was awesome. That was so many strings, you guys. <laughs> so basically, back in uh, Serious Land, we're just like, so what's the rosebud? <laughs> yeah. You serious? You really don't know. Come on. It was a classic. That's what we. That's what me and the boys would go and blaze one. No, we're freshies. No. Yeah, we just got here. Ah, freshies, of course. That makes sense. Well, you know, back when I was actually attending classes, well, kind of, uh, that's what me and the boys would blaze one. Whenever you wanted to hit a doobie with your boys, you'd say, oh, meet me at the Rosebud. We're going down to the Rose. You know, it was just one of those kind of things. It was like this marker... Uh, this little embroidery that was either on the cement or on a telephone pole, I, I can't really remember. But you see, it was this little embroiderment of a rosebud that was on the street. And so, that's just where we knew to link up. And then you'd walk down the little dugout there with stone steps that went down. I Allegedly, you know, there were tunnels there, bootlegging or something. Downstairs here, next to the, next to the, the, the house. The street in front of the house? Oh, no, 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 absolutely not. No, not not here. It's oh. off campus. Way off campus, you know. Oh. Uh, well, out in town, somewhere in the market or something. Uh, I don't, when I was here, was, I think a bean shop or something. I don't know. It was somewhere in the town, though, for sure. I remember it there. And that's just where you'd go to link up with the guys. Uh, yeah, we'd, we'd call it the Rosebud. But, you know, I'm sure if you guys help me out and and i could either show you there or you guys could go and find it for yourself and ask around town it's just you know i'm, I'm not i'm not exactly sure again i haven't been there in 30 fucking years so i'm just i'm trying to guess here rufus guys, did they ever guys. call that the rose just the rose not rosebud yes of course we just called it the rose sometimes i mean you know rosebud yes. the rose all the same shit yeah we called yes. both of course yes <laughs> Okay. And, and what Elizabeth... if it's at Coffee Bob's? What if that's why he knew it and that's why he said it to me? Coffee who? It's a coffee shop. I used to work there before the guy died. Oh, wait, he died? <laughs> what, did he die during a keg stand? Uh, no, not that. Well, then I guess he sucks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. 
Okay, around the time you died, and all those people were going missing, was there anything that you noticed that was odd going on, either on campus or near campus? I mean, it, it was the 70s, baby. All kinds of weird shit was happening every day. Like, we were all acting weird. We were on all kinds of weird shit. Like, that's just how it was. But, listen, you guys have been sitting here, taking up my party time, asking me questions. If you want to know anything else, you gotta help me. I need you to help me cross the railroad. Cross the railroad? Wait. Yeah. You mean... You know that fucking train track out there? Surrounding yes. and separating the housing. I, I can't cross them. I don't know if it's the iron Why or not? what. My doctor always told me I was iron deficient. But, you know, I just, I can't go past them. It's, it's an invisible barrier. I can't do it. So if you get me past those fucking railroads, you've got yourself a deal. I'm a man of my word and I'll help you guys find that shit. But first, you gotta help me get out of here. Okay. Uh, we could try, I guess. Right? But Listen, I'm not gonna help you guys anymore unless you fucking help me. Oh, Got okay, it? I, I mean, we'll do everything we can, and... So you agree that if we do this for you, you will help us out and tell us these answers? If you get me out of here, lady, I'll tell you whatever the fuck you wanna know. Cross my heart, I'll let you know whatever I can tell you. I swear. You... Okay. Hey, Rufus. <laughs> Rufus. Yeah. Rufus, you promise you'll do that for us if we do this for you? Listen, I'm very drunk right now, and if there's one thing I learned in life, it's to not make promises well wasted. <laughs> Carla, you but closed. I just said- <laughs> Again, you help me, and I'll help you. That's all I'm going to say. All right? If we can make that deal, you got it. Okay. <laughs> I okay. turned to the group and I'm like, how many times does he have to say the same goddamn thing? Because like, Kay's just kind of like tapping his foot. <laughs> okay, well, we'll you do our best. to break the train tracks. Can we cover it with something? Well, he said there that... could be another method. Um, you know what? I might have an idea. What's your idea? And um, Evelyn's going to pull out the book that... Um, she was given by the yeah. uh, chairman and see if there's anything in it. Yeah, and when you open it up, yeah, and the thing is you open it up and it's almost like it magically knows what you're looking for because it oh. opens it up and it's the first page you're looking at in <laughs> slightly faded handwritten writing says how to bind a spirit. And on that, our camera kind of pans out to uh, the wide shot of outside the house as uh, the mushroomed out people are mostly just kind of laying around the pool. And Johan is furiously tearing into his cronies um, with anger and our camera fades to black. Then our camera opens at the same time of night in Oakhaven. Josh is sitting inside Coffee Bob's, having just signed, having just signed the official ownership papers. He has now taken control of the coffee shop, and he's breathing. And he's like, "Oh, I've never done anything. This is a big commitment, but I, it just, you know, it just feels right. This might, this might be an actual sign." And and like the door opens, and he goes, "Iris," and it's not Iris. Coming through the door is the gentleman who was at 
the reading of the will. Remember the guy that looked like Willem Dafoe the, in yeah, the leather the jacket? Dafoe, yeah. He walks in and he goes, hello, I am the chair of the Business Ownership Association of Oakhaven. And on behalf of myself and my fellow partners, I just want to say I am thrilled that you're here and you're taking over Coffee Bombs. And Josh goes, Oh, thanks. Yeah, no, I, you know, I, I had a full semester planned, and I, I just, I, I, I woke up this morning, and it felt right, and I just, I, I I'm just doing part time classes. I'm just going to do the business uh, classes, and I, I, I want to make this coffee shop work. You know, I, I think this, I could really do something here. And he goes, I couldn't agree more. Here's my card, and he gives him um the card. That says the Oakhaven Business Ownership Association. And he goes, please give me a call if you need anything at all that I might be of service. And he walks away and he goes, and again, kid, welcome to Oakhaven. And he shuts the door and walks over to his black van. And he just kind of whistles to himself. And as he approaches his van, you hear a thud coming out of his trunk. And as he continues to whistle, he opens up his trunk, and you see, bound and gagged, is Chadley. And he looks at Chadley and goes, What, you're not enjoying your freedom, kid? Mm, Chadley says, and with a furious punch, he just knocks Chadley out in one punch, continues to whistle, shuts the trunk, gets in his car, starts his engine, and drives down the quiet main street of Oakhaven as our camera fades to black. Thanks for listening. Tall Tale Theatre Collective is proud to announce that we are expanding our podcast network to now feature two programs. We will continue to present our horror series, Night Terrors. Welcome to a world of thrills, threats, and terrors. Night Terrors is an anthology radio play podcast that will bring you face-to-face with your nightmares. Come listen, if you dare. Introducing our newest program, Fantasy Fantasia, which includes two RPG podcast campaigns. The first is Dungeons & Dragons, Legend of the Silver Flame. Experience laughs, suspense, and triumph with a motley crew of adventurers who could be the last hope against great evil, long thought to be vanquished. The second is Monster Hearts, Undergrad. Follow the tale of romance, mystery, desire, and murder as an unlikely bunch of mostly pubescent monsters navigate their social, academic, and supernatural lives at Oakhurst College. Listeners even get the chance to weigh in on the action of both campaigns. For more, visit our website at www.talltaletheater.com. Tall Tale Theater Collective. Grow with us.